Hey, this is Litecoin Moses with Dollar Cost Crypto. I'm here with Clark Kent. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, dude. Shit. Uh, I've been meaning to talk to you for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. Ever since we bought those pumpkins. Right. Yeah. We, uh, we, uh, if you didn't know, me and Clark, uh, Clark, wait, Clark? Yeah, me and Clark. Clark. Uh, yeah, me and Clark bought all these, uh, all these NFT wearable pumpkins on the central land off the uh, Halloween store. And uh, we just saw an opportunity, and we just we struck. <laughs> I think uh, I think we ended up with maybe what like fifteen or twenty pumpkins each. I think. Yeah. Out of what? Yeah, I think it's out of one hundred. And uh, I don't know. I was uh, I was at Disneyland at the time, and I was just like, I just saw the opportunity. <laughs> I was on my phone for a minute, uh, waiting on a line, and I was like, Hey, we got to do this. And then we got it done. <laughs> yeah, man. Come Halloween, that's going to be great. Yeah, it's gonna you're gonna start. Yeah, especially all this. Uh, by Halloween, I, I suspect a lot of the a lot of the um, Halloween store to be close to. I mean, a month out to be completely sold out, finally. And the same thing with anything yeah, Christmas sure. related that's still around right now. Um, there's yeah, still... I think that's kind of. Go ahead, sorry. No, I no, think I'm that's just... one of those. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead. Go ahead. I think one of the uh, big things right now that people are talking about is you know they they had the the Christmas mint. And they minted all those items and they didn't mint anywhere near the limits, you know, and I'm wondering come Christmas next year, yeah. if they're going to mint the rest of them. I mean, I, that's going to be huge for those, those Christmas items. And frankly, I don't think they're going to mint the remaining items. So no. I, I think that it could be interesting, you know, to see certain items. I've kind of been collecting a few um, that I think are going to be worth a lot uh, when, when they announce that they're not, minting the rest of them yeah have you heard the whole thing with the foam hat the mexican foam hat that are only being yeah hard? that's yeah that's a legendary i mean I, in, there, there's a it's pretty pretty clear that that's a legendary and yeah. they just got it mislabeled but i i don't know i have the i have the first one of that one so nice i i don't like it i think it's a uh, kind of ugly so i didn't really want to stock up on a ton of them but i think I mean, I think that's legendary. I don't think, I think they're just going to fix it at some point because that's from the creator contest and the, um, the creators got like 30% of the stock. So like if it wasn't legendary, they owe the creator another, you know, 270 hats. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's legendary. It's, it's a mislabeled. Yeah. And then yeah. And there's red on there trying to sell like 20% of the whole fucking supply. <laughs> yeah. I talked to them. The thing is though, you know, you, you got, some legendaries are selling for like 300 mana anyways. So my guess is that even if it's legendary, it's not a particularly attractive item. So my, my thought is, you know, it'll probably be, be hanging right around that 300 mana, uh, you know, price point anyways, if, if it goes legendary. So, you know, when he's selling them for 300 right now, there's, there's no upside. Yeah. I mean, um, and he, I mean, he's still, you know, he's trying to make probably like a, uh, probably somewhere close to maybe four or five X on his, on his, on his, uh, on his mana probably. Cause I'm pretty sure he purchased yeah, most sure. of it. He probably, he probably purchased most of it at 40 to 80, um, mana a piece. Probably. Yeah. I haven't looked at the whole stack. I did do an offer on it. <laughs> uh, uh, me and, uh, me and, uh, Amarac were going to go maybe half on it or something. And then, um, we were trying to purchase it for maybe like 3000 or something, but I don't think he was going for it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think I had offered him something like 200 each hat, something like that. And yeah, I bought a couple at around like 220, 230. So I have a few, but I, I don't know. I, I don't like 
buying a ton of items that I don't like the way they look because it's, yeah. it's so hit or miss with these things. The, the, the one wearable that I really like right now is the fucking mariachi hat. It looks so nice, yeah. but it's too many. There's I think... so many of them. There's so many of them. Like, it's just like, it, it, you know how much it costs to buy out, to buy it out from the store. It's a lot, dude. Cause they're, I mean, top, there's probably like two, 300 in supply. So there's still another 700 on there. To buy Let me it see at, if... 80 mana piece. I think I have the first one of that one too. I bet. So I don't know if you've seen, I mean, I got my wallet as Clark Kent, so it's not really a Hidden. mystery, but yeah, yeah. Um, it, I, what I collect is mint ones, the first mints and uh, certain items that I think are unique. And so my thought is, you know, yeah, I have the first mariachi hat. Um, with items like that, especially, I mean, now you got Cinco de Mayo, like, as soon as the demand goes up, people like to buy those sorts of things. If there's a party that DCL or one of the big things throw and they say to wear it, then you see a spike in demand. Those are the yeah. types of things I think, you know, you got to get in on unique items. Cause the reality is I feel, you know, at some point we're going to have custom wearables and yeah. that's going to completely change the market. So you know, when people can create their own or you've got professional designers creating new ones, there's going to be a certain uniqueness to the ones that were created by DCL. But beyond that, you know, who's going to want mint number, you know, 280 of a ugly item, you know? Yeah. I mean, so. that, yeah, there is, there, I mean, there's something I was talking with Maddie about uh, from DCL blogger and stuff. Yeah. He was kind of telling me like, you know, the, these starter items and these items you get for free. And the, I mean, they're essentially the party hat from RuneScape, you know, like these, uh, yeah, yeah like any, anything pre-launch and, and, and for, and launch items automatically have value because even if, even if they're, you're right, you're right. Some items, obviously they're ugly. They're not going to sell. Like I, I honestly think the fucking, the hot dog helmet helmet or the, the thing she looks ugly as fuck. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like that thing, but Hey, it's still, it's, it's still going to hold value because it's going to, you know, it might be the ba- it might be the cheapest wearable. I mean, mythic or whatever on the market, yeah. but um, it, you know, it's, it's pre-launch or post-launch and, you know, cause there's, there's Halloween and there's Cinco de Mayo. I mean, there's Halloween, then there's, um, then there's Christmas and then the launch stuff. So you have three little, three little categories in the wearable space that are going to have value because they're pre-launch and launch stuff. After that, it, it's only really special event items. Maybe if there's like a, if some, for some reason there was like a world PVP event and, um, and like the winner gets to have like one of 10 shirts or one of a hundred shirts for winning a, 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 something like that. Then, then from there, that would be worth something, but it has to be, it has to be something where tons of people are participating and then only a few get it. And then that gives it value because so many people want it. For sure. But, if, yeah. if if you if you can just make your own custom black t-shirt it doesn't mean shit you know like um yeah yeah i mean it's just going to be cheap stuff you know essentially like 10 mana stuff for a long time um you still it's, there, there still might be a whole thing where like then we might even get into the phase of the game where like maybe something like a gucci or louis vuitton um I, i'm probably guessing more like gucci would probably do it first before louis vuitton but like would come in and then license a couple items maybe one of a thousand or something and then have like a ten thousand mana price on, a, on an item that might yeah. have value if a brand gets into it, but uh, it'd have to be a limited run. And then th- that's, they might like that because it's limited. So there's only this much and that's it. They might right. like, they might like right. stuff like that. But at the same time too, is as soon as this becomes truly decentralized where everyone can make wearables, the wearables game is going to change a lot. And uh, like the city sneakers, I think will always have a, uh, 
the, the city sneakers are always going to have some sort of value because it was the, it's it's the chuck right now. I mean, there isn't that much in shoe yeah. options. Like like I like I really yeah. like the Raider shoes personally. They look they look like some red Louis Vuittons or some red Octobers. But I mean, the rest of the Raver outfit looks horrible, you know. But yeah. it, they made some good shoes. So so it, eventually you're going to have something like they have in World of Warcraft where it's called transmogging. Where essentially you take pieces of every of a suit to make something look really nice, you know. Like I, I think like a a launch T-shirt in black with some Frankie with some Frankie uh, some Frankie pants and uh, Raider shoes look really nice because you you have the red, the red from the shoes with the red of the letters and then maybe some kind of a red hat or something. And it. it's a that's a good outfit. But yeah, but yeah, no. yeah, but but we're still we're still early on that stuff. Yeah, people are just fucking wearing you know their entire net worth of man on their body, pretty right. much, you know, with their mythics and stuff. But like yeah. I like me personally, I went more on a uh, I, I went more uh, volume than I did on mythics. I didn't really play around with the myth- mythics too much. Like I, I like personally, I like one to a hundreds to one to to a thousands to like one to ten thousands. You know, like, yeah, because I can play around a little bit better. But um, yeah, man, I mean. It's, you know, everyone's got their, I, I feel like a lot of people who got the mythics were just in early and, you know, got them one way or the other, or they're just throwing a ton of money at it yeah. at the, uh, at the game itself. I know I've got, uh, I got the razor blade set and I think those might be the only <laughs> mythics I have, but I think that that set just looks great, you know, as a set. So I bought that, I think for something like 20,000 mana for the whole set nice um, back when it started and. Now it's probably I've gotten some offers in thirty five something like that. I seen some, I'm keeping it because I like it. I've seen somebody post it for seventy five k, but I, I was like, I thought that was a lot. That was probably me. I just <laughs> threw it up there to see see if that, I don't think anyone else has the full set. So I, I think I threw it up there as a bundle, um, just to just to see what people would post. But I mean, what I did, you know, what I did is I looked at what was the cheapest of each item on Open Seas, and I just took that and like knocked off like 5,000. And I think I have it at like 50 something now, Um, but I'm not really trying to sell it. If someone wants to take it off for that, great, you know, but if uh, it's more just up there so I can throw it on the board and have people make offers if I, if they want to. I always kind of check the price of what a hundred dollar bill will get you in mana. Like right now it'll get you like 4,100 or 4,400 mana per hundred. So, you know, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, like, this is not financial advice, but like, it, it, you know, if you're, if you're throwing a hundred dollars at the board, at the board, you know, like most people, they probably can't buy land. I mean, like they, yeah. if they, don't, they like, if you have to have like basically right now for the cheapest land, if you're lucky, you might be able to pick one for 13 K mana, but most, most more than likely you're, you're picking it up for 17,000. And, right. um, you know, that's like seven, $800. So, I mean, some people, what they're doing is like, they're, they're just like, fuck it. Let me, I'm betting on the game right now that like, if this succeeds, these wearables, some of these early wearables are going to be worth something. So it might be worth picking up a couple t-shirts, a couple dollars each, some launch shirts, some of this, a couple other things. And then more than likely they're going to be worth more if the game ends up working out, they're going to be worth more than they're going to be worth more than you paid for them. Or at least, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's 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 a, yeah, it's it's because I mean, because the game does have a little bit of a barrier in terms of pricing and stuff. Because like most, there's a lot of developers, a lot of people who want to develop land, they just don't have the money for it. Right. Yeah, and it's so my my thing is the reason I invest in unique items rather than buying things in bulk. I mean, we did that those pumpkins. That was more of a short term buy for me. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think that those will be those will go up before mana does but i i think there's a real risk you know to investing too much in land or wearables i think you need to have 
a mixed bag because yeah. when you look at, you know, let's say the game, man is at two cents right now, right? Yeah, roughly. Like 2.3 or something. Yeah, but two cents. Yeah. So, so let's say the game, you know, goes to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. And you paid 100 mana for something, right? That you, let's say mana, you know, before these wearables react, and they, they might react, you know, pretty quickly too, and it might all move together. But there's no question in my mind that if the game takes off, mana could get to 25 cents, yes, right? Yes, yes. Well, totally. mana getting to 25 cents is 12 times. What you would need is all these wearables, even like the 100, you know, 100 mana ones, to go 12 times to even break even, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're spending 100 mana. So if the wearable doesn't go up 12 times or 11 times, whatever it is, you're not breaking even in terms of dollars, yeah. right? But in order to actually make money mana wise, you need to, you know, you would need the, to, the, the wearable to go up 25 times, right? Because then, then you'd be making two to one on if you just didn't buy anything. So it's, it's kind of a balance. I think, you know, you kind of need to have both because if you, if you go all in on one or the other, you know, you're not really yeah. taking everything into account if the game explodes. Now, you definitely, I think wearables are actually better as a hedge against the price of Bitcoin or mana going down more than, you know, a great investment if, if the game takes off and things go up, with the exception being these more unique items, like, for example, the launch shirt. Hey, Yo. hey sorry about that. I uh, forgot to move the little screen. No, it's all good, man. So you, you were saying about having a mixture of, of mana to to uh what's called wearables in land which i you know i i fully agree with that like um the one thing like i i got into wearables but i didn't throw all my mana into it you know i threw just a portion of it and i was waiting for some good land deals before scooping up land so um it it, that actually kind of saved me a little bit too on some of this but um it's it 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 is always good to have a mixture of both man, because the first thing to probably go up is just gonna be the, like everyone lazy that thinks as soon as they see like the central land starting to go up a little bit, they're gonna throw a bunch of money into mana first right. because it's the quickest thing to put their money into. Then once they get into the game, then I'm guessing land and wearables go off, go up after that, and you get a repricing or an increase in price in some wearables, or we just get like kind of a deflation sort of thing where like the prices of the wearables go down, but as uh, but for USD terms, you're, you're, the, the item is worth more than what you paid for it in dollar in dollar terms, but not in mana terms, which was I think what you were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I think wearables are a lot safer, a lot less volatile in, in USD terms. I think if you're looking for you know putting aside the more unique items and I guess the more unique land, if you're looking for the big return. I think that's going to come from mana. You know, I mean, mana was 14 or 15 cents when Bitcoin was at, I think, 11 or 12, well, like a year ago. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the idea that that could happen again now post-launch with a, you know, a, a model that's been proven is, you know, pretty easy. I, I'd have a hard time believing that, you know, some of these items, if mana goes to 14 cents, will be, you know, also 10 times the mana amount, you know, that, that, that people are going to be paying a thousand us dollars for, yeah for uh, whatever random item it is. Yeah. But it could happen. I mean, it's crypto space. So yeah. crazy things happen. Moon Lambo, man. I mean, but some of these, the one good thing for them is that there's limited supply. So let, let's just say we were able to get like 25,000, 30,000 players in a game, which is not a lot, 
but that's but that's a lot for the game right now. Right. And then that could cause a big uh, sort of just basically an inflation in the items because people are just competing for them, and then that would sure. and that would cause like a positive like a positive feedback loop in price, um, which is totally possible. But that that uh, it all depends on. The, but you're totally right. Like the the supply demand curve on mana to items to NFTs and everything in land, all you know, it's all based on the price of mana and. Um, it all is it all depends what's going on because it, it could be totally possible that like um w- imagine if we got fucking twenty five thousand thirty five thousand new players just coming to the central land all in one shot at one time i mean the fucking prices on every the man the mana price would explode the wearable yeah the servers don't e- e- the servers <laughs> yeah and that's my <laughs> only gripe with the game right now it's just like fuck i can't even play i can't even play the game as much right now. i can't even play it's so laggy still laggy like, Dude, they had 90 people on this week. 90. That was then. I think that was since launch. That's the most people have been on. So I mean, it's still got a long ways to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 kind of inspired by it. I I think you know, I've talked to some of the the people who are working hard on it, and I mean they're they're pretty driven to get this thing going. But I, the, the platform needs to continue to develop with the community, and I think if it does, it's got a ton of potential. And you know, that's kind of why I'm in it. Yeah. But uh, I'm also pretty, pretty active in trying to act, build land and, you know, build plots on my land and, uh, you know, designing. I'm learning how to use Blender and nice. the SDK and teaching myself coding. I guess that's the, the plus side to all this stay at home time is we actually uh, have time get to, to take stuff. up pet yeah. projects. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is there is a benefit. If, you, if you're listening to this right now and you're here right now, you are early in this game. You know, like things aren't fully developed yet. I mean, uh, everyone wants to join something when it's not fully po- when it's when it's fully polished. But at that point, you you have so much more competition. You know, like right now, like like I want to like I want to do a little shout out to like the the block runner guys. You know, they're doing a lot of good work right now, creating like um, these games on on land for people to start making some you know income in mana, which is pretty fucking cool. You know, have you have you heard of the block runner guys? Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a cool thing. I hope there's a lot more of that. Yeah, and, uh, I've seen I've seen their little. Uh, they have this new game, like a little shooting game. It's like the Corona Killer. Yeah, <laughs> Corona Zombies. Yeah. It looks really cool. But uh, it is that's cool. They use the the Counter Strike pistol. I saw that the first when they they put it out. I'm like, that looks like the Counter Strike pistol. And I said something. Two weeks later, they're like, yeah, it's the the original version from. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's cool, man. But, yeah. Um, how, how did you find out about uh, Decentraland? I, so I started just investing in mana. Um, it had to have been probably about a year ago. Okay. I was holding mana and um, I, uh, I'm a lawyer, so I, I work a shit ton. So I didn't have a time to really, I got invited to the open beta and did a, did a little bit of poking around, but, you know, looking back, I wish I was more involved in, that because that's where all the big nfts are coming out of Mm -hmm. um but but i um i'm trying to think back of how i originally heard about it i think it was my brother either my brother or i was you know i've just been really uh into vr for a long time and i think that i I think i saw ready player one and i started looking into kind of the, the intersection between vr and gaming and cryptocurrencies and i think Decentraland at that point was probably the only big player. And so I think I bought a decent amount of mana at that time, got got killed because that's when Bitcoin was at like 
a decent amount and mana was probably i think i think when i bought in mana was probably at like 12 or 13 cents oh, and shit. uh yeah, I got yeah it took took a big hit but then also when it came down I, I bought a bunch more so i um i think i mean i think the project's great i think that you know it needs a lot to take off and i think as as we see more and more you know developers with actual game development experience come into the space and try to adapt their games for the platform or let the platform adapt the platform for the games, I think you're going to start seeing some, you know, real development because there's a lot of real money currently invested in this project. You look at those estates that are, you know, three, 400 plus big. And, you know, you're talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars with no development, you know, so that it's going to take those companies or individuals starting to put, some resources into actually developing those plots. Um, but I think it'll happen. You know, I think they just don't want to be the first movers because I mean, just kind of from my own experience, it's tough to develop anything for this game right now because it's, uh, they're still working out a lot of bugs on the back end. but every day they, they improve something and it's just a matter of time before they have something that really works well. And frankly, the builder I think is great. I've, I've done a ton with just the builder and, you know, it's uh, it's a powerful tool and it's fun, and so you know if you can get a hold of a land um, or or more land, I think uh, I think it's worth it. I think um, yeah. that that's a it's a good strategy. I mean, good. Right, I mean, right now is not a terrible time to be buying mana. The price is pretty fucking low. I mean, the I mean, the worst you know, knock on wood, you know, worst case scenario, it could go to maybe a penny, but like it's there's there's a lot of people playing with it right now and there's and if it i think it i think it could bought up because like um i think the lowest it crashed when we had that big ass bitcoin crash it went from like i think three and a half cents down to like 1.9 1.8 cents so i mean i bought a little there i mean i wish i just had more uh more stable coin to buy (laughs) some buy some more uh, yeah but um it was still really it was still nice you know like um and this is a you know this is a good currency. I mean, just like um, the dollar cost average in, if you want, you know, this is if you if you if you're into that sort of thing. Like I know some people like you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about dollar cost averaging in crypto if you're just into Bitcoin. You know, you already probably would know that already. But uh, but uh, you know, this is a not a bad thing. Just to, you know, get your get your feet wet a little into some mana, and then you're able to accumulate some at some good prices right now. You know, and then. Um, you know this. Uh, I still think we're we're probably going to hit maybe anywhere from 14 to 20 K for the happening for Bitcoin. And then probably a really good dump right afterwards, sort of sort of like what it's sort of mirroring what Litecoin did with it, what it's happening. When, when we saw like basically Litecoin go from like $20 up to like 140, you're obviously going to get a little, instead of having something close to a five or seven X, you know, you're, you're going to have maybe like a two and a half X of current price. Yeah. And that, and then you're probably going to see it. Like, I, I think we, if let's just say we, we hit 20K, like most people, all, most people are saying the safe number, which is like 14K. But like, uh, is it, when is are it, they expecting that to happen? Oh, it's uh, May 14th. May 14th, okay. March, May 13th. I just, I, I have my doubts that it's going to go up at all before this whole pandemic is, is over. But I, you know, it could, it's, it, it, it's, it could dump down for the whole pandemic and stuff. You might get a run up yeah. and people are saying, like, look at this. Um, like it's a flight to safety, flight to safety, and then they're just gonna get fucking wrecked. 
So it, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not touching it. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> I mean, I might. Hopefully, I'm wrong. It just keeps going up. Shit, if it keeps going up, man. Yeah. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. I would appreciate no, that great. a lot. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. If it hits 20k, we might get a crash down to fucking seven to 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 like 6k, and then from there yeah. maybe um, start the slow march or just stagnate at six to like 8k for a long time, and then start picking up during December or something. But um, but all that is just kind of dependent on what's going to happen with the corona with the coronavirus if if it um because if it follows something like so, something like sort of like the spanish flu where um it, it was really strong in the beginning of the year then it died down during july and uh, june and july and august during the hot months and then you had a double dip where it came back during november december that's when a lot of deaths happened so um yeah. hopefully it doesn't follow that structure but it's possible that like things will get better in the summer when it's nice and hot and then, boom, we get hit during the cold months. Really tough. And um, hopefully it doesn't do that. But um, I have a feeling it might. Yeah. It, I mean, well, let's, let's hope it doesn't. And, you know, all, all this other stuff put aside, it's it's a real thing. And everybody's going to kind of do their part to make sure it doesn't. But, you know. Spread and everything. Um, yeah. But if yeah. you're reading the tea leaves, uh, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> It's it's a lot harder to read them right now with with this this pandemic. I'll, I do say though, I, I'm I, I like mana right now as yeah. a at its price, and I think you know if if it loses, if it drops in value, I don't think it's going to be dropping in value relative to Bitcoin. We'll we'll trust your guesstimation. Yeah, it's it's around that, right? I just I I think I mean when you saw the last time you know Bitcoin took a dip. Um, I don't know what was it, you know, six, six, seven months ago before it started to recover, eight months ago. Um, it mana did pretty well, you know, mana relative to other altcoins, you know, was I think it was in the top five. And I mean, some of that was kind of hype leading up to launch and, you know, things really getting going. But I remember having, you know, being happy I had money in mana because it was doing well relative to the rest of the market, which was just getting killed. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though it came down a lot, it came down less than the others, right? So, you know, I think it held at ten cents for a while, for a long time. It was at ten cents yeah. for a long time, and then we had a little crash down. But then, uh, I think I think we hit a bottom of maybe like two cents, two and a half cents, and then we started getting into the launch hype, which took us up to like six and a, uh, like six point eight cents, almost seven cents, and then from there we had we had the correction downwards. Like yeah. three, when we were at three cents for a long time, uh, well, not a long time. I mean, like I was talking to Maddie about this. Like, damn, dude, it feels like we've been in the like since the launch. Like things were going so quickly before the launch, but as soon as the game launched, things like I feel like I've been talking about mana for months, and like launches only like what, eight, what February twentieth. We're yeah. barely we're in April. It's like a month and some change. Like <laughs> since launch, yep. and it's like it's felt like you know the game launched like years ago, you know, but it's been only a month and some stuff. So it's like. We are also being a little hard on developers and stuff for Decentraland because, I mean, it's like it's only been this much time, but like we do need to get these things kind of, um, you know, um, sorted out before the, the bull, bull market starts because that's when the eyeballs are going to be looking on the altcoins to see which right. projects to put sink their money into. And then the the good thing is like uh, which Maddie brought to my attention was like VR is still on the on the uh, on the roadmap for this year. Mm-hmm. So 
VR could bring a, a really good amount of it might get us back over to the hump over 10 cents which would be really cool because the the VR bros are strong with their pocketbooks <laughs> yeah VR is interesting you know it's a uh, the you know you look at this I think you got this and you have Somnium when you know when you're looking at the VR landscape and that would be the competition and you know, I wonder I wonder how I hope you know I hope Decentraland fares well I think you know, there, there's something to the fact that it's light, you know, that it's using low poly models and it's, uh, it's very cartoony and the rendering's pretty quick. Um, I think that was intentional and I think they, you know, knew it was intentional and for a browser-based platform, that, that's how it needs to be. You know, I think, um, I don't think, I think Somnium is Steam-based, right? So it's, it's, it's operates a little differently and, I guess the question becomes, you know, whether VR enthusiasts are going to buy into kind of that low poly look or if they're going to want something, you know, more real feeling. And what I mean, because Decentraland could adapt the platform too. you know, it's just a matter of, of if that's what, what people want and, and yeah. all of a sudden you have the tech to do it, you know, because they, they create the stand. I mean, the standalone platform is going to help a lot. I know that's, kind of in the works too. And I think that's coming out this year. Um, and they've been talking about that. And, you know, I think that would really change things because that's going to get rid of a lot of the lag mm -hmm. um, that, that comes from the browser. And so, you know, I'm, if I'm so bullish, I'm so bullish right now on, on mana. It's just no one's seeing it right now. No one's seeing yeah. like, yeah, it's just the game just launched. Of course, when it, after a game launches, it, it, it the eyes get off of it for a little bit. Right. And then as soon as, as soon as this game becomes unlaggy, it's fuck, man. We're off to the races, man. I mean, it really is. Yeah, man. I, Go ahead. I honestly, I don't think that it would be a good thing if five or 600 people started playing this game every day. I mean, the, the servers just, I don't think the servers are really ready for it. Okay. And you saw what happened at launch. And yeah. you know, I think if, well, CoinFest was great. I mean, it was small, but it was, it was great. And, you know, you saw the potential, you saw a really good use case. And I think it, you know, kind of went understated how the, they, they, they had worked. I mean, the, I know the devs have been working like crazy to try to get the features that CoinFest needed up and going for CoinFest. And I think it'll be good now, you know, that it's done, they'll be able to kind of focus on other things and kind of, you know, try to try to move the, the Explorer forward a little bit and, you know, the marketplace. But I know there a lot of the attention was, was on, you know, kind of this conferencing feature. Yeah. And I saw it, you know, it looked all right. Did you, did you get a chance to go and look at all? Every time I've tried to log, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be too hard on Decentraland, but every time I've tried to log in, I've been lagged the hell out. I tried on different computers and laptops and stuff, and it's just been terrible. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I like, and I, I'm not shitting and not shitting on Decentraland too much, but I know, I know it's still work at work, but it's, um, I've tried it on different multiple people's at some friend's house at um you know at my at my house and some personal computers and stuff and it's it's been laggy it's gotten better because uh when i on launch day i mean i couldn't even do anything and i just gave up after yeah. 15 minutes because like all i moved was like two feet on on genesis block but after that I'm, i've uh, i've been able to move around a little bit but it's still really choppy but um no i i haven't i didn't i didn't get a chance to experience coin fest no. Did you tweak all the settings and do all that? I mean, I, as a PSA, they keep telling people to, uh, to, if you're running Chrome, to make sure you have hardware acceleration enabled and the settings turned down. 
um, the graphics settings because that that can account for a lot of lag. I actually bought a computer because my laptop was was terrible and I needed one anyways. But I figured, you know, um, why not get a new one? And yeah. the uh, the the hardware acceleration really helps on Chrome because it it allows your computer to do some of the work instead of your browser. Um, um, I, uh, yeah. I, so. I've ordered. I've ordered some. I, I ordered a gaming rig myself, but it's just with this coronavirus stuff, it's taking forever to get for it to get here. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, people are just ordering all kinds of stuff. With like anyone that knows, like the gyms are closed right now. People are or you couldn't. You cannot get any home gym equipment right now. It's all been. Oh yeah, it's, it's no. all sold out. <laughs> Push-ups and sit-ups, man. That's 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 all that's going on over here. I, I can't wait to My, see uh, the people on Instagram who've lost all their muscles. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you see, you watch some of those videos and people are just like trying to find whatever objects they can and lift them. You yeah. know, it's like people are crazy. If, if people just, you know, do the basics, they'll stay in shape and this thing will be over and they'll, they'll get back to back in shape. Yeah. Well, everyone's just trying but, to stay in shape and shit. Cause you know, like, it's, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of relationships are getting tested right now with this coronavirus, you know, like, um, yeah. A lot of relationships are ending and a lot of relationships are getting stronger, you know, and um, a lot of kids are going to be born in nine months from now. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> For sure. A lot. The Corona boomers. The Corona, the Corona boomers. Yeah. Yeah. The quarantine kids. The quarantine yeah, kids. Quarantine. <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, but um, this, this has big ramifications on the, on the, on not, not only the stock market, but the uh, the real estate market, if, if if a lot of these elderly people end up dying, let's just say we got four percent of the elderly population to die, they own yeah. they own most of the real estate. So you're talking about a flooding of, of real estate on the market, which will crash the prices dramatically, like thirty forty percent downwards in some areas. Um, uh, it, it's it's pretty bad, dude. I mean, like, and plus with all the shit going on, there's a lot of people who bought houses for Airbnb. Who uh, they're mm-hmm. now va- they're now vacant, so you're gonna have you're gonna start getting all these defaults on loans for people who have Airbnbs, and there's people who bought cars for Uber who aren't Ubering people anymore. So you're gonna start yeah. seeing defaults on car loans, you know. And just I'm just talking about those two specific apps. I'm not even that's not even speculating on all the other people who can't pay their bills because they're not working right now because most people don't have any money saved up at all, you know. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, as a lawyer, you probably heard everything already in terms of just like you know, um, bankruptcy courts and, sh- and shit like that. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not good, dude. It's, uh, it's gonna create some huge economic ramifications. I think that you know, there's gonna be some degree of uh, loan forgiveness that's gonna be necessary. There's gonna be some degree of you know, I mean, it's it's unprecedented, right? This isn't. This isn't the, the housing crisis where you can bail out a few banks and, and figure out, you know, a way of, of getting the market back stable. This is going to take kind of unique solutions. And I think the government and banks and, and whatnot are going to you know, have to realize that, that people aren't paying because they're not credit worthy. It's not that they're not credit worthy. It's that their jobs were, you know, put on ice for a little bit. So, I, I mean, my hope is that given the nature of this disease or virus, you know, um, that the economy will actually react and and rebound quicker than people are anticipating, you know, once businesses open doors and, you know, people get back to whatever normal is, 
you know, businesses that were able to kind of weather the storm will, will be hiring and, you know, new businesses will pop up and fill a void. You know, people are going to want to go back out to eat. People are going to want to go to bars. People are going to want to, you know, buy retail again. It's not, you know, th those, those concepts aren't gone. So, you know, hopefully it, after some lag period, things will get a little bit back to normal and, you know, this isn't this isn't going to be a prolonged depression or recession. But Hopefully. I think your concern about the real estate market is is very true. And yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunistic people who make a lot of money off of it. Um, but I think that the sad reality is that, yeah, if when people die, you know, the, the real estate market gets kind of flooded. And, and uh, yeah. yeah. And another thing, too, I've talked to a couple, quite a few biz, small business owners in my local area, and then they're actually pretty happy about some of this stuff, even though like they're, they're mad about the, about the, um, the, you know, they're them not making money income because everything's closed. But what they're happy about is that they're able to fire a bunch of these unproductive employees. They've been, they've been wanting to fire for a while, but they couldn't because yeah. they didn't have any reason. So the, the unemployment rate is going to be higher than people think it is because what's going to happen is that let's just say you have 10 employees, four of them are not going to get rehired. Right. Only six, only the best. So, so you're going to start seeing like, a lot of joblessness. Um, of, of quite a few people because there isn't a bunch of restaurants are not opening back up and then you're also going to have a bunch of businesses that are only going to hire the best employees and the rest of them, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to kick rocks. Yeah. I mean, the reality, man, is that that's coming anyways. Yeah. You know, you had 10 years. So, I mean, you, what I think Uber and Lyft and Rideshare and delivery services were employing something, it was a ridiculous number uh, in some areas, like 10% of the workforce. Um, that, that, I mean, these, I mean, I don't think it's a secret that all of these companies models are heading straight to autonomous vehicles, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens when you have an AI car? It's, it's not that far away. It's five, seven, eight years away. And there's no more, you know, delivery service necessary. You have drones doing delivery or, you know, whatever it may be. It's that, that, that you know, uh, blue collar jobs, it's, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, even lawyers, man, there's way too many lawyers. You know, you look at all these different law schools that are just pumping out attorneys with two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in debt, it's, wow. you know, and then, then saying, go find a job. You, you got, you know, only, you know, a certain subset of that are actually able to pay off anything close to the ones and the rest are, you know, either in, in debt the rest of their lives or, or trying to get some sort of government loan forgiveness. But it's how, a mess as a, as a lawyer as a lawyer how does someone start as a lawyer do you, like if you outside if like because i know a lot of lawyers a lot of people who be, who become lawyers have family members who own lawyer practices or lo own some kind of a small business as a lawyer firm or able to hire their yeah. family but as a person who's just doesn't have nobody as a lawyer do, do they just become fucking public defendants or how does it work well it depends man it I, I was fortunate so my 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 none of my family are lawyers no one you know had any kind of connection to law okay but, you know there's there is a system you know you you do well in undergrad you go to a good law school you you know you do all right in law school and you go through the campus interviewing procedure and when you you know there's a whatever it is if you go to a good law school maybe 40 50 percent of your graduating class gets hired by these big law firms that, you know, they defend the big businesses and whatever. And then you got another handful of people who want to do public interest work. So, you know, they're, they're okay with taking the lower salary and, 
you know, there's, there's loan forgiveness for stuff like that. And same with government jobs, you know, there's, there's plenty of, but a lot, so a lot of the hiring happens actually when you're in law school. Um, really? Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So your second year of law school, you already kind of have an idea where you're going when you're graduate, if you're fortunate. Now, the reality is, it, you know, there's been various periods, including 2008, when there were just were not enough jobs even close for everyone who was graduating. And then, yeah, I mean, if you didn't know someone, if, if, if you didn't have a connection or weren't at the very top of your class, it was really hard to get a job. And, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of people who got a law degree and didn't become lawyers, you know, Ooh. because of that or just for their own reasons. But that's, that's an expensive three years to, to not make the best use of, you know, so. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, that's that seems a little crazy to me <laughs> to spend all the money and not try to become a lawyer. But um, there's some people who have options and other people who just like, fuck, man, I don't, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Maybe they just went to school just to get chicks. But like, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I, would, I couldn't imagine going to lawyer school for girls. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you firsthand, it's probably not the place you want to go to pick up. I mean, yeah. there's, there's better options. Much better. <laughs> I take your ass to fucking uh, um, to Arizona State or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Miami or something. But uh, yeah, people have these crazy ideas. I mean, I mean, this you know, this a lot of a lot of the the whole like uh, college boom and everything was based. I mean, a lot there's uh, outside of the people who are going to school to get actual jobs. You know, I'm gonna become a doctor. I'm gonna become a lawyer. I'm I'm gonna become a mechanic mechanical engineer or something like that or a nurse. Right, things that society really needs. Um, there's a, there's a whole other subsect of people, which is a large amount of them where they, they, they grew up watching shit like American pie and a bunch of these college movies about the minute you join college, you're just going to get all the sex. And then I feel like that's, a, that's a big thing where a lot of people end up going to college when they probably shouldn't have, yeah. because, you know, if, if, I mean, and if you look at the, if you look at the demographics, there is more girls there. So, I mean, I, I guess odds are in your favor, usually if you go to the right school, but yeah, it's yeah. It, it's yeah, that's tough. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's kind of tough, but because um, there is some professions where people work in where there's like no girls at all. Because I mean, deep down, I mean, why, why are we getting jobs for right? We're getting jobs right. to fucking make money so we can get a girl, so we can have a family, or just be fucking chicks. I mean, it, like this is be for real here. What the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the whole mean, the whole point of everything is just we, we're getting resources in order to take care of our family. And if you don't have a family, you're just looking for, for some chick to bone and then you know, it might end up being your wife. You know? Yeah. Or I don't know, man. Some of us save up our money and buy tons of mana and invest in digital, <laughs> yes. digital tuxedo shirts and yeah. building, a, you know, casino, a visors, casino. Visors yeah, exactly. And heads and shit. Exactly. Win. So, but, you know, deep down, these guys have some dream of millionaires. Of uh, yeah, like, man. Well, man if, if my first edition, when man, if my first edition Marianne, she had ever gets me laid, you know, I I will be you know very surprised, and you can tell me I can eat my words, but I don't think it's gonna happen. You might be able to sell it for a pretty penny, man. Shit, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm, who like, knows? I'm, I'm waiting for when we get to like fifty cents for mana or something that like, or when we get to twenty cents, that people are gonna start saying when mana one dollar, when mana one dollar, dude. <laughs> If I I could see, and I would I would love it. Yeah. I I could see mana getting to a dollar at some point mm -hmm. if it became kind of the metaverse world platform, and it was you know 
integrated with VR and you had kind of mass adoption for cryptocurrency altogether, I think mana could get to a dollar. And I think if, because I mean, the, the dynamics of the game are set up for mana to be the most limited resource, right? It gets burned. They burned a shit ton of it. I know. And the market didn't react at all. You know, they basically locked up a ton of it and then they burned a ton of it. And then the market was, you know, just, uh, just, just falling asleep. You know, I, I thought that for sure when they made that announcement, we were going to see a huge jump in mana because that to me, that was the biggest announcement out of all of it. But I don't think people are really following, you know, closely the circulating supply of mana and seeing how much it's decreased with every land auction yeah. with, with the fact that the, the creators probably still have a ton of that, you know, set aside in their own, you know, personal uh, funds, which, which they should, you know, and, and I hope, you know, I don't know for sure at all, but I hope that the people who are developing the platform have a ton of mana because that that's their incentive to continue to develop the platform. Right. So, you know, without that, we're, we're in trouble. You know, when, when you see, when you see those guys start dumping their mana, that's it, you know, so hopefully hopefully they you know that that's enough of an incentive because that's always kind of what i wondered like what is pushing these guys to really move this forward and i think the reality is it's financial you know yeah. if, if mana does well they do well and they should yeah and then you know? you know and i also don't appreciate from a lot of people they get mad at people for having a large amount of the coin when they make it like do you know how much time they've wasted on developing this game they they should yeah. they, they should have some kind of reward for this shit Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And like I, I'm not mad at that. Like if the guy who created the game or the, co- the the head developers, they should have a couple ten million mana, twenty million mana for themselves for all the work they did. Right. And I hope it goes to multiple dollars, so they may have a live a wonderful life. Like yeah, and- my guess is that they've got a lot more than a million mana. But oh no, no, I'm just, I'm just threw numbers uh, there. I threw like yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, I think they're doing all right right now with it at two cents. But um, my hope is that they'll continue to see that there's tremendous potential and, you know, see the possibility that I, I really think it could go to 25 cents. I mean, I think that that is totally realistic mm-hmm. and, you know, could be, could be next couple of years, who knows, right? Obviously no financial advice, no legal advice, all the disclaimers, yeah. but I, that's, I personally hold it. And that's why, you know, I I'm high on it. And I think that, you know, it's, it has that kind of potential. Um, I think that the wearables do too. I, I played RuneScape when I was a kid. You know, I, I I never had the party hat. I wish I had the party hat. Yeah. Never had the party hat. Had some other good items. Um, I actually, it's funny. I um I was thinking about RuneScape the other day. So I logged on to my account. Like tried to log on to my account from I don't know. It's probably been ten years, and it said that I had been botting, and what? like I had been indefinitely banned. And I'm like, holy crap! That's that's you know that's Four, five, six years of slaving away. Because I played RuneScape back when it was, you know, 2D. And literally to, to click, you know, to, to mine an ore, you would have to just sit there clicking, you know, the, the stupid little ore as soon as it lit up either black or whatever color ore it was. And I remember as a kid, probably eight or nine years old, I got a uh, uh, my dad had a projector pointer, right? That you know those pointers that you can kind of control your mouse with. Yeah. And so I would sit in bed at you know nine or ten at night, just pressing the button while I watched TV because that's how simple 
you know, the game was in mining. And so anyways, long story short, I find out that they banned my account. And I'm like, I didn't bought, I haven't even been playing the game for the last, you know, whatever. It turns out my account got hacked and someone used it for, for botting because I guess it had good, good stats or whatever. And then uh, <laughs> I appealed it. And luckily, like the other day, I found out that they had granted my appeal. So I haven't logged on yet, but apparently I have control of my account again. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I, I did the same thing myself. I played World of Warcraft for um, mostly through my middle school years. And then uh, I kind of gra- I kind of I chilled out playing for a while, and then I went into World of Warcraft, probably maybe my uh, my senior year of high school. Yeah. And then played for like two and a half years, and then uh, stopped playing World of Warcraft because I got tired of so it was such a waste of time. Jesus, but like I, yeah. I, I played all through like Wrath of the Lich King, um, heroic mode, everything uh, cleared everything, uh, and um, top top rating guild on the server and everything, and then. Um, as soon as um, as soon as Cataclysm started, I uh, played two days of it, and I was like, "Fuck this shit! I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go get some fucking pussy. I'm gonna go get some girls." Yeah. And then I just like I yeah, man. I just it, it was I I I, uh, I said this on Richard uh, Richard Hart's stream, which you just did. It was like I uh, one day like when I we got we just uh, defeated the Lich King in the game. I I, I hit, someone told me about some little uh, stat thing, and they told me push slash played. I put slash played on my main character, and I had over a year of playtime. Oh, on wow. one character wow like logged logged log time on this character. that's crazy I was like, what the fuck am i doing in my life i it, oh man that, i mean that was that was a lot that was a lot like yeah i mean i was rating i was rating about like four day four nights a week like monday through uh i think yeah monday through friday i, I think we took thursdays off and we were, we're ra- I feel you, man. I mean, I played Diablo. That was that was my jam for for all those years. But I, my brother played Warcraft, so I saw him playing it. I'm like, that looks super addicting. If I play that, I'll never get off the computer. And so, luckily, my parents were kind of like, you got to be outside, you know, go play sports. So I played soccer and you know tried to tried to at least be outside a little bit. But yeah, um, I mean, it was yeah, whenever I could, video games, man. Yeah, no, definitely. I just try to put this addictive ten- like tendency into like into running my own business and like crypto and everything. It's just something you can make money. Like a lot of the stuff we end up wasting time on is nothing that that can actually make us something for the future, you know. And uh, yeah, it's kind of good to put that in ener- that uh that energy or that fucking uh, the ADD energy into something else. <laughs> well, even with the central land, man. Like I just I've I've got a pretty decent size um, parcel that I bought in a state that. I got a pretty good price on it. So for me, it was like, well, I'll invest in this. And then, uh, then if, if it turns out to be cool, have you ever, have, do you, do you spend any time in the game? A little bit, but not much. I mostly am, I'm on the, either I'm on open sea or I'm just kind of in the forums you know, on discord for Decentraland. Yeah. I, well, I think there's a lot of people who do that because you look at all the traffic on discord and, yeah. and open sea, and then you look at the game stats and it's way lower. But anyways, I, I saw, so, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Temptation Club, which is uh, kind of one of the relics, I think, of the early Decentraland. I think Cyber Mike made it, but um, I bought the land underneath it, and you know, now so now I've got that kind of as my plot, and then I bought the plot next to it. And so this this place is pretty cool. You know, I didn't design it or anything, but I always really liked it. It's you go up and it's a strip club, and you've got you know avatars dancing and whatever yeah. and stripping and it's you know 18 and up or whatever but 
it's cool. Like, I think that's going to be an interesting use case, but I, I don't know. I spent the last two weeks learning Blender, learning coding, which I feel like are pretty productive yeah. hobbies. Yeah. And, you know, Everybody better than... I talk to on here, man, about Decentraland, eventually, you, you stay into Decentraland long enough, I always hear the magic words. Yeah, then I started playing around with Blender. <laughs> Dude, shit takes off when you start yeah. playing with Blender, man. That, 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 that program is powerful, and once you learn how to import that stuff into the builder, I, um, I actually might... The reason... You, you know Clark Kent is oh, yeah. Superman, right? Yeah, so... So a couple of, I mean, some people, it surprises the hell out of me that some people don't know that, but whatever. Um, the, 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 the reason I did that is because my grandpa was a uh, comic book artist and he worked for like 40 years for DC and Marvel comics. And he did this like whole, you know, he did Wonder Woman, Batman, the Beatles, you know, everything for them. And so what I did with my land is on one of the floors, I built a whole gallery with just his stuff, which... I mean, that's, that's an opportunity that I wouldn't have elsewhere, you know? And, and so I poured probably six, seven hours with Blender and all sorts of stuff into making that gallery. And it's not really to make money, but, you know, it's feel good. You know, I feel like I've created something, which is, you know, versus finding an item that was cool. Like I remember in Diablo, you spend eight hours killing the same boss over and over again. Same thing with you guys and the raids. And then you finally find an item, but then, you know, it just makes your whatever your character a little bit stronger or whatever it is, you, you get a little bit of in-game money here. It's cool because it's like, well, other people are going to see this gallery, you know, that, that I built with all my grandpa's stuff. And that's going to be like a cool thing to yeah. memorialize him, you know, and well, he's still alive, but like, you know, that, that this is like a kind of showing he's his legacy. Show. And I think dude. that that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I will. Um, I think, uh, if I can figure out, he's in Florida. If I can figure out a way to get like my mom <laughs> to navigate a computer to, to show him or maybe on FaceTime or something like that, that would be cool. But my goal right now, because I think this is going to change everything, I, I think I've probably told people, is to try to start um, building a, an in-game NFT yeah. store. And the, the problem is that the coding is, is nearly impossible right now. I know one guy has done it. Um, and, and I think that, you know, more people will. And I think at some point the platform is going to support it. But the ability to kind of be walking into a store, looking at items and then purchasing them and seeing how they look in the game, I think is going to kind of change things. And it's going to make the platform seem a lot, you know, if, if instead of getting on open seas, you could just walk into my store and say, oh, you know, these are a collection of items. And what would be great is if I could do it in game and not have them yeah. be on open seas, you know, so that it's more of an, you know, you're, you're funneling people into the game. And so for me, I don't know, I got, I got it set up so that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like, for example, I've got all my first mint items on one of the floors of my uh, store or whatever. And I, there's only like nine items right now, but you can kind of go and look and you can see what those items look like and you can kind of walk around them and, get an idea of how they would look on your avatar and whatever. And then, you know, if the only step that's missing right now is I don't know how to code. Right. And I, I and I've tried to talk to this one guy who did it. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to code it up. So, you know, I'm going to have to work with someone and see if they can figure out 
a way to reverse engineer it and, but, and, and basically kind of get the basically you'd have the to coding get a contract in an RC twenty contract in order to sell something like an open sea yeah. sort of thing where like the people can just purchase stuff because I know they've been working on this stuff for like galleries where you can click oh I really love this photo you can just buy it as an NFT. And there's going to be yeah. big money in that. Yep. Like basically, the artists that come into Decentraline right now and get their art everywhere are able to like buy up like plots, not plots of land, but just like billboards with their artwork are probably become, the, their arts are going to be worth a lot of money one day just because they're in this space. Because, I mean, like, it's sort of like there's no competition. And if you're the few people in here, you just become synonymous with it and then you become famous off of it. There's, and like art art almost has no barrier because I mean there's been some really famous artists with horrible fucking paintings <laughs> just oh, yeah. that are worth yeah. a lot of money you know like all you, all you need can you imagine if all you do you draw something and it's worth 10,000 mana every time at, tw- at 20 cents I, I am perplexed I'm perplexed by the crypto art scene it to me it's perplexing but my buddy um, I think it's uh, exit music on on discord he's real active in the art scene and you know he's got a gallery and it's pretty it's pretty sick and he's got uh he's got the whole whole thing kind of put together and he's got nft art all over his walls and he he uses qr codes which is eventually what i'm going to use and i know for coinfest they were he had partnered with um a couple of the big art nft you know, providers and uh, and had some of those NFT arts for, for a charity auction, which was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I think it's uh, 23 negative 41 is his his gallery, but he's kind of gotten that. He's His is one of the better use cases of the galleries that I've seen. And I know what's unique about his is that he built the whole thing in the builder, which is kind of where I'm coming from too, you know, the ability for like the kind of the casual player to, to, to kind of come up with these concepts and put something together and to actually monetize it is cool. But I mean, the, the stuff that I'm trying to do with, you know, getting past QR codes and actually coding the in-game transactions, I know it's possible because people have done it, um, but it's, it's, it's beyond, way beyond my coding knowledge, you know? And, 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 and I know a lot of people, I mean, I hate to say this, but like, there's some people that just don't want to help anybody because they don't want competition, but like the games, uh, hopefully that's yeah. not the case. But so everyone I've met so far in Decentraland are, are, is, are, is really cool, man. Everyone's really helpful. But uh, yeah. I know that cuntiness is going to come to this game one day. And uh, especially as the, as the monetary, as soon as the money starts rolling in and you start getting competition between stores, but that's, it's all kumbaya right now until the money and the corporate money starts coming into this game, which it will, which yeah. it will. And as us as early, as early adopters are going to gain, but then... If someone doesn't, if you don't try to keep up and keep trying to earn, um, it, it's sort of like Bitcoin where like you, there was a time with a hundred dollars in Bitcoin, you were able to purchase, you know, 10,000 Bitcoin or a thousand Bitcoin, a hundred dollars right. doesn't buy you, even, like barely, it barely buys you one and a half percent right now. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's going to happen to a lot of people. And there's going to be a lot of sour people in Decentraland who, uh, who are here right now that are um, going to cash out probably too early or... And um, they're going to be left yeah. in the dust, pretty much. And they're just going to be. Well, the good news is we are at yes. instant stage, yes. you know, right now. And, and we hope it, you know, 90 people, 90 in a day is, is it, it's wonderful because it's progress, right? But it is such a small fraction of what, you know, the goal would be at some point down the, 
the road that if even if you're one of the 90 people who are joining today and you make your account today, you are still going to be in the, you know, if this takes off, you'll still be in the bottom, you know, 0.1% or the first 0.1% of people who joined the game and actually figured this stuff out. And so if you get in on wearables, if you get in on, mana, you know, land. relative to the dollar, yeah, mana, land, anything, I think, you know, if it takes off, you're going to be in early. Like, this isn't one of those things where we miss the boat, you know, that there's not a, there, for me, there's, you know, other than the land auction, probably, which I, I regret, I, I was, I had it, pl you know, planned on participating, was going to buy a ton of land. And then I was, I was living in Idaho at the time, oh, actually, well. funny enough. And I just, I had, I had something for work. I was working for a judge and uh, I had, I had something for work and I, you know, was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to, not going to do the land auction. And next day everything was gone. And, and I was just like, all right, well, that sucks. This will never be crazy prices. No one's going to pay, you know, four or $5,000 for, for land. And then, you know, to get to where we are now that you're seeing, I sold, I sold an estate a nine, nine, I think it was nine parcel estate for something like, or it was 12 in total. I think I sold it for like 275 K. Wow. I think I paid 160 about a week before. And that was, you know, that was lucky. I mean, that's, there's no other way to describe it. it was lucky. Some whale snatched it up. But the fact that, you know, you could see that kind of, of, of turn on some of these bigger plots you know, it's, it's, it's crazy and it's still early, you know, now do I, I don't think, I don't think there's any way that land, I mean, who knows, but I, I, I would be, I think there's better buys than land right now. I think land should stabilize. Otherwise it's going to be impossible for people yeah. to buy it. Right. It's either going to be big corporations with a ton of money that are going to come and buy everything. And maybe that will be the case. And, land goes up but we'll have ioi in the game itself. yeah because like this is the closest game i've ever seen to like ready player one like um i'd recommend anyone to yeah. watch that movie first and then read the book on audiobook if you don't have time to listen to it it's such a good book um have you ever listened to the, the audio version of it great have you read it i oh, haven't dude. no he, he is so fucking poor in the game in the movie i mean in the book i mean He's so poor in the book. Oh my god! Yeah. His 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 ma his 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 aunt is such a crackhead, man. She's horrible, man. They they really lightened it up <laughs> for theaters, man. It is a little bit more grim than uh that that game. I mean, that movie though was was what got it all started for me. So I I would recommend anyone who hasn't seen that movie, who's into this space at all, watch the movie. But it, it's, it's it'll give uh, you the best idea of what is possible, and then that's what we're going towards. I mean, we're we basically saw it in our brain. It's in it's in the ethos. It's in the it's in the back part of the mind of a lot of people, and people are just gunning for that now. You know, it's like um, with VR and everything like that. Um, it's the close. I've said this before on, on a couple of some of my earliest podcasts. I've said the Central Land is the closest thing I've ever seen to this game, the, the first breakout fucking uh, uh, VR game that I've seen. Like, um, it yeah. could be possible this might be one generation off from something like like Ready Player One, like an Oasis game, but I mean, it's the closest thing we've ever gotten. And it's possible through through uh, it just updating its, its um, through advancing its code and increasing its, uh, the computer power it has behind it and, and upgrading itself. It could get, it could become the Oasis. In, in 20, it, it, Absolutely. Well, okay, let me take. 
Cake RuneScape, man. I mean, I don't know if, if, if you've ever, you know, if you played it or logged on, but the game when I played it, you know, maybe 10 years ago versus or 20, 15 years ago versus the game that it is now, it's night yeah. and day. And if that, you know, if the same kind of changes are the great part about Decentraland is that it's starting at a very, very low point, right? It's, it's not trying to be Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, or FIFA with these graphic engines, you know? It's intentionally setting low poly and all this stuff so that the scene can load and, you know, that this can be a browser-based game. And all that was intentional. So my, my guess is, unless that idea just becomes kind of a token feature of Decentraland, and even when the, the tech and the, the development's better, they keep it, they should be able to scale up pretty easily because the tech's exactly. already there. You know, the graphic engines are already there. The, the technology exists versus, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, the, the, the graphics tech just wasn't there. So the reality is right now, there's just kind of foundational limitations on the ability to scale up, you know, given that it's a browser-based yeah. game and it, the servers it, aren't, aren't quite there yet. What probably happen, this, this, this prediction is five to 10 years out. What, what, what I'm thinking that's going to happen is that um, a lot of the other... Um, NFT games are uh, basically what's going to happen is that they might be going through a, they might have funding issues and what's going to happen is that they might merge into with the central and create portal worlds sort of like sort of like what's what, what's going they on should. with um, not the central end, but what's going on in like the oasis where you have the main world which is the central end and then from there you hop into different planets and worlds of other so you'll have world of warcraft mm -hmm. world you have runescape world you have my little pony world <laughs> you know you'll have this and this and shopping and stuff and yeah. this, is, this might be like the main place where your avatar hangs out eventually it could you could see an advancement of the graphics where it looks like 4k real life but then you might go into like let's go let's go into a decentral and classic mode where we go into like launch mode where it looks like exactly how it launched which some people might dig and you might see that in like in like five, 10 years, you know, um, when, when a lot, a lot of projects are just going to have to port over and still do their own stuff autonomously, but yeah. have some sort of portal to get it to be interconnected with each other. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm optimistic, man. I, uh, I enjoyed talking about Mad it. Bullish. Um, you know, it's, it's good to hear, hear the like-minded people, you know, and, and kind of, cause when I tell, I tell any of my friends who aren't in the space, they're like, you did what? You paid five hundred dollars for a, a virtual parcel, and you did this twelve <laughs> times. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? This is silly. Like, what? I'm like, well, you know, I also made a couple thousand bucks on that one transaction, and you know, it's possible. And if you kind of take your time and develop it, and I mean, the reality is that that's not that's not usual. You know, I have another plot of land, and you could tell. I'm sure Maddie can tell you all about it. He's, Maddie's got you know probably what like. Two three hundred parcels. I don't know. I don't know if it's that much, but it's a lot. Um, and I, I talk to Maddie sometimes, and you know, it's great because he runs his blog, and it's kind of like the DCL team. If Mana does great, he does great. If the game takes off, he does great, and he should. And that that is going to be kind of an internal reason for. And I'm sure you're the same way, and I'm the same way. And I kind of, you know, I'm trying to help the team, whatever. You know, I've told them if they have, you know questions that I can help them with or, you know, talk through. Cause I, I mean, we could do a whole nother podcast on all the legal issues that Decentraland is going to run into, that. you know, as soon as this platform, cause that's, I mean, I, I obviously that would have to be 
a little bit, you know, we'd have to figure out how to do that because I can't give them legal advice or kind of talk, but more generally speaking, man, you got copyright issues like crazy. You've got censorship issues. You've got, you know, ownership issues. You're going to have, you know, these contracts are getting to be big enough that if anything goes wrong, you're going to, you're going to need kind of off the chain contracts to, to govern some of these relationships. You know, when, if you're, you're buying 50 to a hundred parcels and creating a business, you need a real, you know, enforceable in court contract for that. And what's going to happen when that, people lose their MetaMask password and they're sitting on some really nice land and they haven't used it for 10 fucking years. Yeah. What's what, what do we as a community yeah. do about that? Because that land should be reused, but that's really iffy. We're like, we're taking land away from people that, that bought it, but like, but it needs yeah. to be, it's such a, it's, that's a conversation nobody wants to have right now at all. They, they, they've, they've tried every, every time I've, I've seen it in the forums or anything, people avoid it like the fucking plague because you know, this game, yeah. you know, you're, what do you do? But you, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a thing for it. where like, if no one uses this land for 10 fucking years, um, Hey, um, we're gonna have to auction it or something, or, or maybe the money that goes state go, goes on that wallet that people lost at, at the very least or something, or something has to happen, but right. But then Absolutely. something has to happen because that land can't stay fucking stuck forever. You know, um, it has to, yeah. Right. No, there's going to be, there's going to be something there's, they've got to, you know, these are all issues I think they're struggling with right now that they're going to continue to struggle with. And I think they're, I mean, it's the tough part about the decentralized platform, right? You, you kind of, there has to be a certain degree of centrality to it in order to push the basics yeah. forward. And I think, you know, the important part is going to be keeping the community involved, you know, and the DAO, I think, is a great way of doing that. But someone still needs to kind of create these proposals. And I think it'll be great when, you know, the community is doing that and if you have enough community interest. But you actually reminded me of something I wanted to see what you thought about um, on the NFTs. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot, a lot. I mean, I don't remember the exact stat, but I heard it was something crazy of the number of people who participated mm-hmm. in the treasure hunt. I think it so, was, you know, I, I think they said something 7, like, what was it? Do you know? Do you know the act? Okay, so I, I have a hard time believing there were 7,000, that there weren't some repeats there. But um, let's assume it is 7,000. And that I think I've heard that same number. We've got maybe, I don't know, four, four or 500 yeah. right now yeah. users, right? That are, that are kind of still kind of cycling on and off, whether they're logging on. I think it's like 50, 60 a day, and there's still some unique. All those launch items that, you know, let's take the launch shirt, for example. Three, I think there was, uh, I looked the other day, it was like 3,886 mm-hmm. minted, right? I know a couple people had a lot of them. I've got a lot of them. I think got, you've got some. Got, I think a lot of, uh, there's a few others a with a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but, but aside from that, there, first of all, there wasn't 5,000 minted, right? You, you only had 3,886 minted, but here's the kicker. I'd say a solid, at least half of those launch shirts are sitting on accounts where they found one or two of them during the treasure hunt and probably are never, or not going to touch the central land again for, you know, who, how, who knows how long, right? Because they came for the launch, they played the treasure hunt, and now they're, they're moving on to other things because people love the giveaways, right? So 
it is, I think it's important to kind of think about these on circulating supply. You get on open seas, and I, I haven't checked recently, but I think there's only a few hundred that are actually listed for sale. And then maybe there's another couple hundred that have sold, or you can tell that they're attached to, wallet. you know, yeah. an active user account, kind of, kind of uh, taking out the, the thousand or, you know, 1500 that are being held by a few, few people collectively. Um, and those people, I don't think are planning on selling those, you know, anytime soon. So when you look at what is the actual availability of an item like that, it, it's not that high, you know? And so when you have a unique end, people are like, oh, 5,000 were made and whatever. I, I would say that you're only looking at a few hundred shirts available. And I, I think that's going to be the way it is for most of these launch items. And I mean, I think it's a little bit lesser degree on the pre-sale items because those are actually, in the, in the, in you know, stores, ones that yeah, people that are, are buying. Market. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. But the launch items, I think you're going to see a lot of those items are lost forever. They're just never going to be touched, right? And so maybe these people will log on one day and be like, oh, I'm sitting on a couple hundred dollars worth of items. Great. But maybe they won't, you know, or they'll lose their wallet or they'll lose their account or whatever. You know, they'll change their browser and never want to, you know, receive their MetaMask and and then it, it's gone. So, I mean, I think the cool part about the launch items is there the supply is actually a lot more limited yeah. than people think. And so, I mean, I'm kind of with you on, I, 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 I've been stocking up, um, like I said, mint ones, right? I, I really like items that are DCL branded. So like people kind of say, oh, well, you should get the mint one, you know, uh, uh, one of a hundred, yeah. right? Or one of one of a thousand, right? So for me, one is one, right? So one is the first of whatever it is. So for me, I like, I actually like the one of five thousands a lot better or the one of 10,000 because everybody's got it, but there's still yeah. only one, right? And, and I think when you couple that with the fact that it's a DCL item, well, that's like Gucci, right? That's like... Uh, whatever your actual brand is. Now, you know, in the future, anyone's gonna be able to make a better version of the of Mexican foam, yeah. right? Because that's just, there's no logo, there's nothing. The, the, the Chucks, like you said, the DCL shoes, they have the logo or the Mana shirt has the logo or the, you know, the, the hoodies have the logo. And so I think that those will actually retain their value because when all these other custom ones come out, you know, those, those still have the logo on it and there's still something unique about them, you know? So I don't know. I, uh, lots of thoughts we covered a lot of space. Unfortunately, I got to get back to lawyering tonight, do a little bit of work and then maybe watch a movie. I think you, you said you got another pot, another, uh, live stream coming up, right? Still there? Think I lost you. Hello? Yes. Hey man, no, I, yeah, I thought I lost you. Sorry. Oh good. Um yeah, I was just saying I probably need to get going soon. 
Um, yeah, but it's it, it's but, uh, you're totally right about the supply issue with with those. I mean, I I personally think that of, of let's just say half of the supply is gone right now because of inactivity. We are probably going to get half of that back online. The other twenty five percent are gone. That that's legit. I think yeah. it's, we're going to follow sort of what what happened with Bitcoin when Bitcoin started going up in price. People started looking at their wallets and trying to remember passwords, and obviously some people are just going to get lucky and recover their stuff. But um. But um, right. I think I think you're totally right about that. But um, we are going to get a portion of that come back online, and they're going to be like, "Yay, cool!" You know, this launch shirt. You know, like I, yeah. the, one I was, the, the one I was really surprised about is a um, what's it called? You know, the uh, launch shirt, not not with the numbers on it, but the with the with it's a black shirt with the white logo on it. The t-shirt that one's done very well, but I think even less of that one came out. So I think that that one, the supply is really low on that one, even lower than the other rest of them. Yeah, the. Uh... Well, that was a beta, right? That's out of 10,000, but I think they released a lot of those during the beta, and then they only released a handful of them on the, goal, um, I think, right? during, during the launch. Yeah, yeah, there's less. There's less, the lesser amount. I think a lot of people were liking, what is it, the, the Mana shirt, because it actually has the launch date on the back. Did you see that? The, yeah, I saw that, that it has. I didn't know that. It, so... That helped it out, it, but the, the problem with that is it, it, it's a bonus. So it made the shirt a little more valuable. But what what do people what are people hoping for when they when when they want the reason the reason the why the one with the with the launch date is the most valuable is because it's the most fucking obnoxious of all of them. Hey, look at me! Right. I was here day one. Yep. Okay, and right. Except most people weren't. I got mine. I got mine. Yeah. I, I did work hard enough to get a, a one launch shirt and stuff but like the, that's the one i i bought i bought heavy into like i was buying them i was buying them for yeah i think the cheapest one i bought was 12 mana no no wait, tw- eight 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 man yeah you yeah, got in real mana, early mana, and then i i bought them all the way up till now i still haven't stopped <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i moved i think i moved the market from like 75 to 150 yeah. at one point when i bought I, bought I, all of mine because I bought them all in a couple of days, and the market Amrak, didn't go Amrak. back down. <laughs> I, I kept, I kept fucking telling Amrak forever, man. Like, get some launch shirts, man. What are you doing, dude? You're, and then he, he ended up buying it up from like low one hundreds to like all the way to like the mid thirties, the like a hundred, hundred and thirties and stuff. So yeah. he, bought, he bought like he bought himself privately half a percent of the supply. And Maddie, I know Maddie's told me he owns like 70, 70 or eighty of them right now. So it's. The, the, it's sort of like the, the musical chair game. Like the people are sitting down now, and this this is going to yeah. end real quick. Where the, eventually these shirts are going to be five hundred a piece, or a thousand. Well, dude, you can you can look at my wallet if you want. It's there's over three fifty on there. So I I'm in with you, man. I I I think that these things are going to go crazy. I was actually thinking about just listing a bundle of thirty of them um on on open seas just to see like where they're at right now because i mean you could buy like one or two right now for what like 150 170 something like that that's where the lowest ones are at right now yeah 170 but if if you want 30 i think you got to probably get up to i don't know how many there are under 200 many you know so it's it's tough to to really stock up on them and it's only going to take one or two more people, you know, listening to your <laughs> podcast I know. To, 
to take those things up to I've snitched on myself, but I, this is yeah. like, I'm not trying to hoard everything for myself. I'm trying to let people know, hey, there's an opportunity here. Like, I could have been an asshole. I have enough mana right now. I could buy it. I could buy us up all the way to a thousand if I want. Like, I really could. I mean, yeah. I'm not even fucking shitting about that. Like, I, I, any of these wearables, I could buy them out, you know, like outside of maybe a couple of mythics. Like, I, I just don't want to spend fucking, you know, I don't want to spend 75,000 mana on, like, I, I could buy the Razor set if I wanted to, but. I'd rather spend that mana on yeah. some other wearables or something else that I see an opportunity in. Like pineapple glasses, good idea. Like I like those. The mana glasses are good. The Bitcoin glasses are good. I think where the eyeglass category is really underdeveloped right now. There's not that many glasses. There's not that many shoes. So this is a little hint to a lot of people. Earrings yeah. as well. The, well, the earrings are a little lighter and stuff. But like, but mostly what people care about is the eyeglasses. And your your shirt, right? The pants are probably the weakest of everything. There's not there's no belt in the game right now. I don't think so. Eventually, there's, there's going to be probably a belt buckle or some kind of a fucking um, cowboy belt buck, belt buckle, and then you might have a holster or something for a gun. And um, there's going to be little stuff like that that's going to be pretty big, or maybe you can be able to add spurs, like cowboy boots with spurs or something <laughs> in the game in the future. So those yeah. might and those little items when they add spurs, eventually that might be some really valuable stuff and everything you know like a whole because right now there's not that much of a western look so um that whatever whatever is the first western set to to open them to, into that that's going to be big money is the western stuff that first set of like the western hat with that or maybe like a full really good tuxedo because right now all we have is like maybe like the top hat or a uh, a classic hat but we're yeah. still missing the whole suit and then we're still missing scarves like really right. nice scarves i think suits suits will definitely sell yeah. well you know because i think they're the themed events are going to be something that starts up once you have people who are you know I, I i mean i also think that one thing that the team could do um is change body shape right and they could either do that through wearables or they could do that through uh through the the the, the avatar editor for free but if, I mean, so far what they've done is they've done it through wearables. They've sold hair, they've sold beards, they've sold all that stuff. But, but if you wanted to have like a jacked avatar, right? Well, maybe you could purchase like a muscle shirt and all of a sudden you're walking around with this jacked yeah. avatar and that, that might be something people like. And so if that's the way they release it, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. that's and how. Then even, and eventually we're going to have this, pets, which is another market. And then we're going to have, um, we're going to have mounts which are horses and dragons, which are going to be another big thing. That's what I'm talking about. Those will take Those off. Will so take every off, single time there's a new category, those first couple of ones are always going to retain value because they're the first and everybody FOMOs into them. And because people FOMO into them, they got burned. They're not going to willing. They're not because it's still a game in everyone's head. They're not willing to sell it for cheap. So they'll, they'll hold, they'll hold on to some wearables until that wearable goes over 500 mana for what they paid for it. And eventually the price will go up there because then as more people get in there, everybody's some people are, are, are buying these wearables as, as an investment and other ones are actually just buying it just to use it as they should as intended. Right. But like meet people like me and Clark right. and like a bunch of the other people in the wearables games, we're, we fulfill a really important role in the market, which is the bottom. We help the prices from just from lowering, you know, and, and we create a little bit of speculation, which end up it ends up keeping people glued to Decentraland which is really cool. And then people, and the whole, what's the whole point? I mean, if, if uh, the whole reason it has a cryptocurrency is because people are trying to make money on the cryptocurrency. So let's just not kid ourselves about why everyone is here first. You know, like one of the big things why people are into the central is because you can own land, which then in the future you can make money on. 
right? And, you know, and of course, part of it's also to play and do a bunch of other stuff, but that stuff's not here yet. So we're, we're all just speculating and having fun with what we have of the game right now, which is the, the, the only part that's really working correctly, which is buying and selling stuff between each other. And each time a market opens, there's an opportunity in order for you to become a whale in your own lane. You could, you could end up becoming the guy who's the pet guy. You can become the pet guy where everyone who wants the best pets in the game have to come to you. Or you can become the biggest dragon guy. You can become the dog guy. You can become the tuxedo dude. I mean, there's lanes. The game is wide open right now. And then if you sit down in the, this game of musical chairs, you get your chair, you're, you're going to be sitting pretty as this game develops, you know. And um, you just have to have sort of like the clairvoyance or like the, like the ability to look out more than a, a year from now, you know, to see like this game might be something. And the, and the coolest thing about this is, is when this game gets fully decentralized, this game could be around, this game will outlast us. This game could be around for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So, uh, you know, like what you're doing now could end up helping you in the future if this thing takes off, which I think it will, because I think this will be able to upgrade itself over, over the, over the years and decades where a lot of people, this might become, internet this might become web 3.0 where people log into the central end first and then go off to the internet from there yeah but you yeah. know that's what i think but you know what do i know you know but like uh <laughs> um you don't have to listen to me but you're if you've gotten this far into the podcast you know there's you probably think i'm probably right about some stuff so take what i have what i say with a grain of salt but um yeah man um i would love to do this podcast again man we'd love to talk about the legal part of it and just kind of talk more on uh, wearables like it's my most popular segment when anytime i'm talking about decentraland and i go into wearables like i get so many messages so i would people just love hearing people talk shop about this stuff <laughs> yeah man happy to do it it's uh it's good for me to you know any human yeah. interaction right now <laughs> is great but uh but this is particularly good you know I, I i've listened to your podcast at least a few times and it's uh yeah. it's good stuff so Oh, definitely. So do it again. tell people where they can find you and where they can follow you or maybe where they can talk to you with the best. <laughs> the, yeah, sure. So easiest way to talk directly to me is on discord. Um, it's uh, Clark Kent, uh, one word with a capital C and a capital K. Um, I don't even know the last couple digits. Oh, it's uh, five, number five, two, three, six. If you're looking on discord, Happy to talk to anyone about anything, pretty much. Um, I have my estate, which is, uh, if you're 18 and up, you can go to Temptation Club, which is, I think, still Decentraland's only <laughs> strip club. Um, I didn't create it, but uh, it's pretty pretty neat, pretty awesome design. I just bought the land. Um, if you go to 67, negative uh, 135, that's where that's at. And then uh, I'm building a kind of multi-story NFT store, art gallery, um, club, rooftop bar next to that that's on, I think, like 12 parcels. So if you guys want to kind of check out a pretty crazy structure that I built almost completely in the builder with no coding or whatever, you know, temper your expectations because it's not Sugar Club. But uh, it's uh, it's cool. I, I, I enjoyed building it. And I think you know, people who are just joining the game can see it as an example of something you could do with absolutely no coding and very, very little modeling yeah. experience. Um, well, so yeah, that's uh, that's right there too next to well, Temptation. Clark, uh, it was really good to talk to you. And um, right now I'm about to go do another live stream. 
I've, I've been like, I'm about to do another live stream right now called Moon Gang. Um, you're more than welcome to come join us. I'll give you the link if you'd like. If not, then you, you can just catch it on um, on YouTube. Um, but thank you. This, yeah, no problem. Sure, man. Man. This has been Litecoin Moses with Dollar Cost Crypto. And thank you. Bye.